Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Friday! Oh, I feel so good. I haven't heard that in ages. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of After 9. It's Friday. Joining us today, Dave Blizzard. Hey, Dave, how are you? Hello, friends. Are you uh, uh, are you making a choice tomorrow night? Because I know that you go to a lot of concerts, and now the rescheduled Drake show. He rescheduled it for tomorrow night. That's not a lot of notice, and there's people that have tickets for Lady Gaga at the same time. I well, don't feel bad for those people. Well, they're obviously very wealthy individuals yeah, if they can afford bad. Lady Gaga oh, and no. Drake tickets. Which show to go to, and which show do I sell the tickets to for triple the price? Like, <laughs> weren't the Drake tickets like super expensive too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not cheap, not cheap. I mean, a cool night. It's a cool night, and if you're a fan of of Young Money, of any of them, really, mm. it's going to be a good show. And it's outside in August. The weather's supposed to be perfect. I mean, come on. I wonder if the roof will be open at Rogers Center for Gaga. I would hope so. I mean, there's no threat of rain, and if they don't open that dome for a, a big concert in August in Toronto, then I don't know why we even have a dome. Do they do it often? like open the dome for concerts uh, some of them some of them you know what it actually depends mostly on is uh, the production ah. so uh, some of the production they can't use in open air so some of the tours are only in closed buildings mm. and then there's others that will perform at like baseball stadiums and that which are predominantly open so they make adjustments along the way i don't know what they're doing with gaga and i haven't looked at the, her tour to see which other venues she's been playing hmm. yeah uh we'll start off with this WNBA star Brittany, is it Griner or Griner? How do you guys say it? I thought it was Griner, but I'm not sure. Okay. She's been convicted now in a Russian court of drug possession and sentenced to nine years in prison. Holy shit. That's insane. Well, the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, revealed in an unusual announcement that Washington made a substantial proposal to try and secure Griner's release. And another jailed American, Paul Whelan, Uh, with her court case concluded and her sentence pronounced, a deal is Griner's best chance of getting freed early. So this is a woman who was in Russia and she had, I think it was a vape cartridge, if I'm not mistaken, right? She had liquid cannabis in her carry-on. Yeah, or oils or something like that. It was less than a gram and she got caught. So they arrested her because, well, they don't have legalized cannabis over in Russia. So there's a couple things at play. There's some people here saying, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Nine years in prison for less than a gram? And it was an obvious oversight. She didn't realize it was in her carry-on. Or at least she says it wasn't in her carry-on or didn't know. And then there's others who are thinking, why are the Americans trying to make a deal to get this to get her out of Russia and out of that Russian prison when she was convicted of drug charges. There's people in American prisons that are serving time that had the exact same thing, less than a gram of cannabis, but you can go to jail for that in America too. 
What do you think should happen here? Should they continue to try and free her or is it her own fault? She's the one who tried to go to another country with cannabis, which you can't do. I mean, I, I personally think that it's it's great if a country steps up for their citizens. And in this case, I mean, I know you're trying to compare people in jail right now for drugs in the States currently for similar, let's say. It's not the same as being in Russia and being an American citizen. It's it's kind of a weird territory. It's a little different. So to me, it's not apples to apples. So I totally understand why. And I'm OK with that. I like to think if I made a boo boo like a whoopsie and accidentally did something that was very illegal in a different country and found myself in that kind of a situation, which God, I hope that never happens. Then my, that my country of Canada would try to come to my rescue and make a deal too. So I'm, I'm all for that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Do I think that she should just suck up the sentence? I mean, if they can try to make a deal, like I said, I'm all for that. Great. Should the Americans jail her when she comes back to America then? If they can manage to strike a deal and they say, okay, fine, we're going to get you out of Russia. When she gets back here, should they lock her up for the same crime so that it's somewhat apples to apples? I think that there is a punishment here, but it it's not nine years in a Russian prison, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, I think that at some point there has to be, I know there's rules, but at some point there has to be some reasonability that comes into this and, and a conversation about okay is this an extreme punishment and the answer is absolutely yes it is but that country also has very strict rules for this kind of thing so i would love to see them make a deal bring her home and she does have some sort of a penalty uh i don't know if it's jail time or if it's a big fine or whatever it may be but something some sort of restitution has to be paid back for the, the actual crime that was committed and whether you think it's a big deal or not it is a crime there it is. So we have to follow other countries' rules when we go. Like when you go on vacation and there's a there's a rule in Cuba about what you can and can't bring into the airport, do you chance it? Absolutely not, because there's a guy with an AK forty seven standing right there. And if I just happen to have some cannabis oil in my bag, that gun's probably getting pointed at my face. And I know that. Do you think it would be different if it wasn't Russia? If she was in, say, an Australian prison, do you think they would care? Or if she was in a Saudi prison, do you think they would care? Or is it only because it's Russia? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. No, I mean, they've mm. done similar in other countries. I don't think it's necessarily it would be any different. They would probably try to strike a deal with Australia, as an example. Australia is probably more reasonable to deal with. That's just, I don't know, maybe it's stereotypical, but I don't know how far you get with Russia. I guess we'll find out. Mm. That's it, exactly right. I, I'm totally on board with that, Kat, because I think it's uh, it, because it's Russia and the tensions are so high, they're not going to bend. They don't want to bend. They want the U.S. to bend because then they can say, ha we made the bend. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of that that goes on, too. See, I've really evolved on this. I used to when, when we heard that cannabis was going to get legalized and then it did eventually become legalized across Canada. I thought, OK, well, we did have a law where it was illegal and people that had been that have criminal records or that are in jail now for cannabis related crimes should continue to serve their punishment. I've evolved on that. Now I kind of think, you know what? It probably shouldn't have been illegal in the first place. So I would be okay with wiping the criminal records for these people. Yeah. I don't understand why it's illegal anywhere, to be perfectly honest with you. Now, I would never tell another country what to do. But for those Canadians that have a criminal record because they got caught with a gram of weed on mm. them, I Ugh. don't think that that should affect your life forever anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's time to move on and just expunge those records Maybe 100%. that's not a popular opinion, but... Oh, I don't care if it's popular or not. I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Time to move on from this. The war, the, the quote-unquote war on drugs that they thought it was going to make such a, a big difference in these little petty crimes, it, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs>
Yeah, I, I just, just hope that people are reasonable about it. If let's say you come across somebody who you find out has a criminal record and that's what their record is, it's for holding a gram of weed, you know, several years ago. Like, I hope people are like, OK, like, can't they do can't they use their own discretion in that case? Depending on what we're talking about, I understand in some cases there's zero tolerance for it. If it's a government job you're going for or something like that. But in some cases, I mean, I'm hoping that people could be reasonable with that. Uh, Absolutely. But walk down any main street in any town in Canada right now. Every other place is a cannabis shop. Yep. Yeah. It's insane. I'm like, I thought they were going to regulate this because everybody has one. <laughs> it's wild. Like, I'm not even joking. I was in oh, yeah. was like, like Queen Street West, I think, like a couple of weeks ago. And every uh, I'm not joking on a stretch of like four blocks. There was had to have been 10 different pot shops. And I'm like, how is this possible? Yeah. That, you know why? Because the products, because like the products, I mean, are limitless. It feels like, and certain places stock certain things, and others are known for. They might be better for beverages. One might be better for edibles. One might be really good with whatever the pre rolls. And I feel like every shop has like their specialty go to, and that's probably why it ends up being so popular. Because people probably do bounce around to those places, like different ones. I don't understand why we we made the move to legalize it, and that's fine. And then we handed out a whole bunch of licenses, and we had to get caught up on supply because it took a while for the legal supply to to get moving there. And it finally has. That's great. Why are they still so restricted, though? Why can't they advertise? Why do they have to have paper up over the windows? I just don't understand. When you go into most of these stores, they're very boutique-y. They're very nice. They're great staff that are well-trained. Everything is good. I don't understand why we would legalize it and enjoy the tax revenue from it, but still treat those business owners like second-class citizens that don't have the same rights as someone who sells whatever. It's I can answer that for you. Yeah, yeah, please. I can answer that. I don't understand it. Well, I've looked into this a lot because we're trying to figure out the rules for advertising even on the radio. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. It's so new, it, right? Yeah. It, yeah, right. So we're trying to figure out what, what's the right thing here. And, and those conversations are continuing every single day because it, you would think it, it, these places are like, yeah, we'd like to advertise that we're open. So it's classified as tobacco or falls under those restrictions and regulations. They oh. don't fall under alcohol. So you may walk by and see a Crown Royal billboard, but you can't walk by and see a Tokyo Smoke billboard. Mm. For example, so because it follows under the same uh, uh, direction that can or that uh, tobacco does. Like if you can't go into um, a convenience store or a gas station, the cigarettes aren't on display anymore. They're right. all put behind mm-hmm. those those big uh, <laughs> those big walls, big white walls. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah, all yeah. We're, we're all when it comes to cigarettes, we're almost at the point that porn used to be at in the video stores. You have to go through the <laughs> beaded curtain and go into some yeah. secret room and feel ashamed <laughs> and feel the yeah. shame when someone sees you come out. It's it's nuts. Yeah, it's like I'll have a Demorie. Just just one though, please. Yeah. You're scared. <laughs> You're scared of the response. And is it just like kids that they're trying to protect? And trust me, I'm just using air quotes here. Like I don't know. Like I don't. I still don't understand the reasoning behind that too. Maybe it is a kids thing, out of sight, out of mind, so that nobody's asking questions or underage. I'm sorry, I shouldn't just say kids. Under those underage. Uh huh. I, I I don't know. Does it seem more? Maybe it does. Like, I don't know. Okay, so if I think about it this way, if I go to an LCBO, which I can attend with my children, there's pretty bottles everywhere, Mm -hmm. right? Especially right now with the rosé displays, right? When you walk in every LCBO and it looks beautiful and, you know, there's flowers and this and that. And even my kids like, wow, this is beautiful. And then I'm thinking, oh, fuck, it's kind of weird, right? 
So why alcohol? I still, that's what I don't get is why is it okay for us to put these pretty displays on for alcohol with these windows? And we all know most LCBO stores have a shit ton of window, especially at the front where you could see through and these displays and everything's pretty and dolled up. But then, no, you shut everything else down. Don't you dare look at that smoke shop. And never mind the kids. I walked into an LCBO a couple of years ago, and the first thing that was on the display shelf on my left was a bottle of gin in the shape of a trumpet. And I wanted to buy it because it looked cool. I don't even yeah. like gin. Yeah, see? But I was like, oh, I want Those a trumpet bottles bottle. bottles are everything. I know. <laughs> never mind the stupid kids. Well, and there's the add-ons too, right? Like, oh, buy this bottle of Crown Royal and you get a t-shirt and three free golf balls. Stupid shit yeah. like that. You can't do that or or promote that in a cannabis shop, even though all the cannabis is out of sight. You don't see it even when you're in the store. It's all in the back or in a cupboard somewhere. It's not like they can say, hey, buy this pack of pre-rolls and we'll throw in a fucking hoodie for you or something. Well, they don't yet, do that. Yet. 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 Yeah. I think there needs to be a modernization because, Kat, like you said, it is so hypocritical that that people who have a legitimate business and they applied to the government and they've got a license to sell and they're good, they're following all the rules, can't even let people know that they're open. Or where they are, or or sponsor a kids. Well, not even a kids can't sponsor <laughs> can a, a anything. You know, it's frustrating that that they would be so heavily restricted in this day and age. I mean, look around. A lot of people are using the shit. You can't pretend it doesn't exist, yeah. but then continue to suck in that revenue. And it shouldn't be considered like tobacco. I would probably say it I, should be I more agree. like alcohol. And the government is the only place that sells alcohol. So no wonder they've got a monopoly there. Mm-hmm. Why don't they allow cannabis shops to do the same thing? Uh, I well, think the whole thing needs to change. I think if Scott gets elected, it'll be next summer that you see an under seven girls soccer team sponsored by Best Buds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a stoner happy face with a joint hanging out of it. That's what we're looking for, kids. You're playing the no purple team sponsored by Value yeah. Buds. Yeah, every every team is sponsored by a pot shop somewhere. Yeah, Stony Friends sponsors this team. You're like, oh, there you go. Smoking That's nice. Joes. There you go. <laughs> Smoking Joes. <laughs> uh, it occurred to me, by the way, Dave, because I was flipping through my calendar to see what's coming up this month. You have an anniversary on the way. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I yes. knew you'd forget. No. I, no, for real? Are you for real? You didn't forget. No, I didn't forget. No. no I didn't forget. Are you doing it's anything special? Uh, she's asked for something special, but I don't know if there's... Is there something you're supposed to do on the second anniversary? Oh, is that the don't paper ask me. one? Papers the first, isn't it? Papers, papers first one. anniversary. Plastic. Wait. <laughs> Weed. <laughs> paper <It's> plastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I stopped by Stony Buds on the way home. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it a specific anniversary? I know like the fives and tens I don't and know. that. There's, I'm like, sure it the, is. You know, the diamond anniversary, things like that. Is two something? Mm, I don't know. Kat's the chief Google officer here I call, the I'll Google uh, it. Uh, yeah, sure, okay. I'll Google it. I mean, I don't think you should even bother going with it, but that's me. I'm not a traditionalist in that way. I think you should go with what she likes because I guarantee you second anniversary is nothing she likes. What? You don't even know yet. <laughs> I can guarantee you whatever it is. Second anniversary gifts. Um, okay, let's see. Hang on. Oh, no. Let's okay, see. Second an- oh, second. I'm looking at it too. Let's see. Second anniversary gift. What is gifts the second anniversary gift? Ashtrays that you it's can. It's cotton. Cotton. Traditional cotton? second anniversary gift is cotton. Okay, so that's not that bad. You can get her a nice. You sh- just shirt. fucking said she's not going to like oh, anything well, yeah, from the second she anniversary. Won't. If he gifts her with a shirt, she's not going to be as excited as like mm. a nice dinner. What about some nice cotton panties or yeah. something like that? Why are you looking with at me like something that? else? Not just the panties. Like you can't just do one thing. 
can I just get her like a box of cotton swabs? <laughs> yes, please do that. I, I'm going to be extremely literal here. Tell her, <laughs> she can call, tell her she can call me after and vent. Yeah. <laughs> the reason, cotton, huh? Okay. <laughs> the, the reason I asked is because there's a really interesting story in the news today. And I feel, I, I legitimately feel bad for this girl. She is getting married in October. And she's turned to social media for a little bit of advice because the price of everything has gone through the roof. I think most people understand that. It's inflation. And and from gas to mortgage payments to debt repayment to everything else, groceries, it costs a lot more. So whereas she thought she could afford to get married because the prices have gone up so much and market price fluctuates with inflation, mm-hmm. now they've told her it's going to cost you X to hold your wedding here. So now the bride has a, a tough decision to make. I want to read you what she put out there for anybody to answer. She's looking for some advice. Did anyone ask their guests to pay for their meal? Everything is so expensive at the moment. We're either going to have to postpone our October wedding, cancel the guest part, or ask our guests to pay for their meals in lieu of giving a gift. I've sent out the invites already. Not sure how I would even go about doing that. Please help. I'm stressed and I'm sad. Okay. Mm. First off, when somebody admits they're sad, that makes me sad. So I feel for this girl and I do understand the situation because the prices have gone up a lot on everything. I'm just taking notes for the next time I need to ask Scott for something. Hey, Scott, I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. (laughs) In, In this case, first off, she's presented three choices. Postpone the wedding until inflation goes down, which will be sometime after Tiff Macklem is gone. You could ask guests to chip in and pay for their meal instead of giving you a gift, or you can just cancel the reception and just have a wedding. Do any of those three options sound appealing? Because I don't think any of them are the way that she envisioned she was going to get married. Yeah, I mean, either way, that I mean, it sucks. And absolutely, she's not alone. That's the thing is there's a lot of couples that are dealing with these inflation, inflated rates. Um, we had someone text us this morning. They said, I'm getting married next Saturday. Our catering price per head went up like crazy. Yeah. So we had to make changes. This person says no open bar anymore. Uh, first thing to go first thing to go was the open bar and also pizza for the late night table now maybe they had something like a seafood or something like that in mind and And who knows mom and dad are no longer invited yeah exactly (laughs) i don't know like for me cutting down the guest list at that point is too hard because you've already sent out the invitations it's not like retracting invitations is more awkward than asking for money for your meal i just would be like i would assume that those that your meals would probably be covered with the amount of people that give you cash now? Or is that bad of me to just assume that that's probably going to happen? I don't know that everybody gives cash. I mean, every wedding I've gone to, I've just given money. In this case, they they just left it open to the guests. You can give us whatever you want. And here's our registry if you'd like to pick something from the registry. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could give cash. And I think everybody would prefer cash anyway. But in this case, it's open-ended. She's just saying, hey, listen, rather than that fucking toaster or these wine glasses or the candle holders that we had on our registry could you just skip the gift just give us say 150 bucks a plate could you do that because you covering your plate would help us out a lot i mean i don't think anyone would be mad about it like would you guys be mad if you had a wedding invitation like and you already rsvp'd yep you're coming and then 
oh, guys, do you mind just like covering your plate and that'll be the gift? I'd be like, I, I wouldn't be bothered by that at all. I'd say, sure, no. I'll cover it and then some, as long as it's reasonable. Yeah, like as long as it's reasonable, which I usually do anyway, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I got you. I'm doing cash. You got it. But maybe it's just because that's what I do too, Scott. I'm I'm a money giver. That's it. I just give cash. Especially I don't... when you're in a situation where... Um, like the person, the couple's already living together and they don't, they don't need yeah. a new bed set. They don't need new towels and, and things like that. They've already got what they need. So cash works. Cash is mm-hmm. great because then you can go and do what you need to do with it. Um, it's, it's wonderful. They've been living in sin for so long. So uh, now it's just take this money and go buy sinful things. To, yeah. Do what you want. As, or if you need to pay for the plate, that's thing. whatever. Go as, for it, whatever. As awkward as it is, I mean, yeah, she could just do it. And, and if someone's so like <gasps> taken aback and appalled by it, good. Don't fucking come to my wedding then. You know what I mean? Maybe you, maybe you drown out some of the stuff, the people you don't want there anyway by suggesting that. Do you think it's traditionalists that would get upset at that? Where, you know, um, like an older generation of somebody who says like, well, wait a minute, you don't want me to bring you a gift? Yeah, I don't know. How many people really give gifts now? Like sincerely, I mean it. I is it it's is cheaper. it older? It yes, I see. I see where you're coming from. There, it is cheaper. But don't you feel the need though? If you if let's say I forced you, I you have to get a gift for this wedding, not give cash. I would make it the equivalent of what I would give in cash. I wouldn't pick a cheap option. Mm-hmm. I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, well then it has to add up to you know the two hundred fifty three hundred dollars I was gonna pay for my plate and then some right I, I don't want to put words in your mouth but it sounds like what you're suggesting is that people would be okay with it the yeah. problem is her not knowing how to ask it's for an that. awkward ask yeah i understand that it's an awkward ask but it, i think she should just do it you know it seems like she doesn't want to cut back the guest list that's awkward that's way more awkward so if your scenario is i can't pay for this wedding that's my option then then just do it i don't think anyone would be offended i really don't hmm do you tell people the Explain plate costs the $120? Well, yeah, you I think have you have to. to. You have to. You have to. You can't assume somebody knows or understands. It seems like with the amount of cheapness happening at weddings anyway, that people don't understand the cost of a plate. You know, so uh, yeah, I think it, it's important to say, look, it's 120 bucks a plate. That's right. If you guys could just do that, that'd be great. There are people who ask others to bring like dishes. Like doing potluck style. You know, there's all kinds of different forms of weddings. Oh, I thought you meant like bring your own cutlery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A little picnic pack. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's fine. I mean, I don't know. It's not the worst I, thing. I'm not a traditionalist when it comes to weddings. I'm not. I, I mean, they're nice and doing the banquet hall thing and everything like that. It's all well and good. But sometimes I feel like the, the dream wedding is really just somebody else's perception of what a dream wedding is and you've bought into it mm-hmm. i don't know like for like again celebrating my anniversary coming up i we did we had to do it because of covid but we did it in the backyard and we reduced the guest list because we had to but we we're so happy with how it turned yeah, out you don't regret and it right it's not no. like if you had a choice you would regret doing that i no. think I, I think the day was perfect the only thing that that my wife wishes that we had was a reception of some sort and i feel like at this point we're past the point of can we have a reception for the wedding that happened two years ago i don't think so anymore but um i think you could still get call away it with a it. party it's just a party yeah why not it's an anniversary <gasps> there's party an anniversary point. gift idea dave throw a party Oh, a cotton party. Cotton party. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets chairs. Everyone has to sit on cotton swab. Yeah. <laughs> Just build your own chairs. Careful now, though. Fuck. Careful. That might get red flagged. Careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Careful. Oh, that's correct. Yeah.
Yeah. You know what? We'll just do yeah, it. We have build a cotton a tree. No, 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 no. No, do not. Got to no. be very careful. Absolutely. Maybe that's a bad idea. Take that out. We are putting in an apple tree <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I've got uh, I think I've got great memories from having to do it differently. Uh, and we were quite happy with it. For our dinner, we said anybody who's still sticking around and hanging out in the backyard, we're going to order Chinese food. And we did. Amazing. And it was great. Chill. It was awesome. It's I chill. loved it. Yeah. I don't regret ours. We went to Vegas. It was who, who wants to come? Come. It was great. Chinese food in the backyard after Chinese. a wedding, <laughs> after you've had a few drinks. In August? In August. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I Doesn't love it sound that. like Bubbles would have been at that wedding? Or yeah. <laughs> Ricky and Julian? Like, Julian. It's a fucking chicken chow mein over here. I got on the, wife, on the bride's dress. Big fucking mess. <laughs> Kitty pissed on the... On the groom's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Today is International Beer Day. You're not a huge beer fan, are you, Dave? Nah, not particularly. I don't drink a ton of it, but when I do, it's, it's usually very specific kinds, I guess. Uh, all right. I'll ask a real man. Kat, what was your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I actually am not a huge beer person either. I like it on a patio on a hot day. That's the only time you'll ever see me with a beer. That's it. Hmm. First beer you ever had. Tell me about the circumstance and tell me what you honestly thought of it. Um, I had beer young because I was the beer. I was a beer fetcher. Sorry, mom and dad. Uh, I don't think that they listen to the podcast, but if you do, I apologize for outing you. It happens. But I was a beer fetcher and I loved it. Right. So ah, I'm empty. Get me a beer. Kathleen, go get me a beer. There's three kids, so they could rotate. Did so, you say your real name in the podcast? I know my name's not actually born. I wasn't born cat, and I know. <laughs> so I go. So I go to the fridge and I pick. There's out, probably people who are fucking blown away yeah, right I now. I know that's it. That's the truth. Uh, so I go to the fridge. Usually, it'd be like a wild cat or a carling or some shit oh. in there. Yeah, like it was like they would just buy the cheap beer. They didn't care. Are these backyard beers, cottage beers? Where is this any, happening? Any number. I mean, you name it. It could have been Tuesday at Tuesday at 3 p.m. Yeah. beers. Whatever. <laughs> they kept me home from school just to fetch beers. Sure. Yeah. No, it would be, yeah, like cottage. That's a good example because we would be all at the cottage together as a family or anytime, whatever. Sometimes it was at home now and again, whatever. And I enjoyed it and I, I learned how to open a beer and everything else. So obviously, my curiosity would get the best of me. And I remember swigging a beer because my dad was like, watch this. This is going to be funny. Because finally I asked, can I try some? I, re- I was young and I couldn't tell you what age, but it was young. And I took a swig. Wow. So it was one so of those. You had, you had nice degenerates around you. I had, uh, I had the worst of the worst where they would be like, yeah, you could drink the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> drink the swill at you the end. You got a swill. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> that explains everything. Ew. That's why <laughs> Kat's you getting the, yeah, Kat's getting the fresh sip. <laughs> Make sure it's good and empty before we take it back to the beer store. <laughs> if there's a cigarette button there, just ignore it. <laughs> Spit it out. Yeah. Oh, don't even joke. I'm pretty sure I did that. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, have, I have accidentally chewed on a cigarette butt. Oh my gosh, that's gross. <laughs> okay, so your first beer, you were fetching beers for your parents. Yeah, and I remember taking a drink and not liking it at all. Being like, what is this filth? Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then I never did it again, yep. and and I never became a big beer lover. How many beer fetches do you figure you did before you finally Ooh. got up the courage to say, "Can I try it?" Oh, a lot. Like I wish, I wish I could actually remember how many. But I remember I was a beer fetcher for for a long time. It was like my first job that I didn't really necessarily get paid for. Was, Cat was, was a, a barmaid from <laughs> four to eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you remember the kind of beer? It was a Carling. Yeah, you said? I remember that there was a mix of them. There's Old Milwaukee, Carling, Wildcat. It all depend. It oh, all. <laughs> no. Wow, all the worst. All beers. the worst beers. Yeah, yeah we didn't have. We didn't have a lot of. Cue the piano. It's not like we had a lot of money growing up. Okay, oh. so we got what we got. Uh huh. I'm guessing that's it, or they just have shit taste. I can't tell you which one it is. Okay, so if you go to a patio and it's a hot day and you want a beer, sky's the limit, you can order any beer you want. Is there one in particular that you actually like more than others? Okay, so there's certain ones that I've been drawn to more recently because they are lower carb than others, but I actually quite enjoy the taste of. One of them is Molson Ultra and Michelob Ultra. Yeah. Those are two pretty good ones, actually. And then aside from that, if I'm not counting anything or looking at anything or caring about it, I like, uh, I actually like, uh, what's the Japanese beer? Sapporo. Sapporo a lot. I like uh, Sapporo. I like Red Stripe. Oh, wow. Yeah, very yeah. international. Uh, very international. Yeah. Since it's International Beer Day. Yeah. I When I went to Jamaica, that was the first time I ever had Red Stripe, even though you can get it right here. But that was the first time I ever had it. And I thought, Jamaican beer, this can't be good. Fucking delicious. Yeah, they're good at Red it. Red stripes are great. Yeah. So, I had a, yeah. One, of, one of the resorts I went to had a, like a Presidente tap like right outside my room. And I was like, this is, oh, this is danger. very wonderful. Presidente yep. is dangerous. Danger. When you're on a yep. trip, like, an all-inclusive, if they're serving Presidente, get ready to be fucking hung over because that <laughs> yeah. is sugar-based beer. And oh my God. That hurts the next day if you drink a lot of them. <laughs> Your teeth hurt. Yeah. Like, oh, I, need a, I think I need a oh. dentist. <laughs> Senor, <laughs> your dentist is on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing when you travel how much you try different things? Like I remember, I think it was Bahamas. Kalik. The beer is called Kalik with the K. Mm. K at the beginning, K at the end. But anyway, it was really good. I've never, never had that it. one. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Dave, your first beer. And did you like it? Uh, the answer is no, and I think it was O'Keefe's. O'Keefe's. Oh, I miss O'Keefe's. That sounds <laughs> filthy. Sure that, was it filthy? Yeah, it is gross. Yeah. It was gross. It was thick. I remember it as a kid being like, "This is this is." It was. I I likened it to drinking like pancake batter. Oh, I was like, "Oh, this is not good." I yeah, I, I don't just was not a fan, and I think I just smelt beer a lot because again, being uh, like cat and having to be the fetcher, I would smell it. Like take oh. it back to the case oh. and be like, oh, this stinks. It's nice I to talk I, to I, a fellow fetcher, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I bet you there's a lot of us out there, and uh, and we just we have not been we've not been able to come out of the shadows yeah. until now. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so you didn't love it, and what about no. now? If you're on a patio and you're gonna yeah. have a beer, what's your go-to? Yeah, I'll do it like when you go golfing or something like that. Patio is a perfect example of it. I, I'm like uh, I lean towards like the blonde ales now. Oh. Um, Hmm. Yeah, always had a thing for the blondes. What can I say? <laughs> um, you know, uh, I like, uh, I don't mind like an MGD. Um, Good beer. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, uh, I do like the, um, the Coronas of the world and uh, even Soul to an extent. I'll uh, go that route. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, the first beer I ever had was a, um, it was one of those real tough ones. You might even have mentioned it earlier, Kat. I had it on the tip of my tongue. It was like an old school. Old Milwaukee? It might have been an old oh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. My, or maybe an O'Keefe's, maybe. might have been a Carlsberg, actually. Anyway, I was young, and my dad, who I'll circle back on that in a second because he's a funny little fellow when it comes to beer. He's great. He, uh, I could picture it now. <laughs> I asked, hey, can I have one? And I remember him looking at me, and I, I might have been 11, maybe 10. He looked at me, and he said, yeah. You can have a beer, but you have to drink the whole beer. 
Oh no. And and I and I think that in his head this was kind of a way of I'm going to make sure he drinks it, hates it and doesn't want to do it anymore. Like I think in his head this was like a parenting technique. So I drank the beer and I remember hating it, but I didn't want to give him the satisfaction. I don't think anybody likes beer the first time they try it. You have to acquire a taste for it. Mm-hmm. And I drank it and I looked at him and smiled the whole time like I was having a great time. Then I could see the fear in his eyes that, oh, fuck, this might have backfired. This little bastard likes this stuff. (laughs) So ever since then, turns out I didn't like it that much, but I did try again. And no, he doesn't know about that time. And now I really, really like beer. But if I'm going to sit down and order a beer on a patio, for example, Mm -hmm. I'd love to be able to say I'm going to support Canadian beer. And I usually try to. But I think my go-to most of the time is a Stella Artois. It's just oh, a good all-round beer. Good clean beer. Clean beer you is know? a good way to put yeah. it. Here's the thing. My dad is still a big beer fan. Loves the shit. He's got a draft tap in his living He's room. He's a dark beer guy, right? Guinness. He, li- he likes his Guinness, but he also likes Stella as well. And he doesn't experiment that much. But his thing is, if he's sitting down to have a beer... Everybody has to have a beer. And there's a couple of times where I'd meet him to have a beer. And I think both of you have probably been in this predicament. One time I said, okay, you know what? All right, I'll have a beer, but I'm just going to have like a half pint or something like that. Oh, no, no, no. no. I've done that with your dad. And and he looked at me like I had 50 heads. Yeah, like half a beer. They don't even make those. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 just pour (laughs) half a beer. Like a 12 12 ounce, not a 20. They don't even make those. Yeah, they don't make those. The way we left it was, no son of mine is going to have half a beer. Here's a beer, drink it. So that's kind of the beer relationship that my dad and I have at this point. Uh, Kat, do you remember this from, uh, this is going back probably a couple of months back in the podcast. I mentioned that, you know, the next time I end up having lunch with Scott's dad, He's he's going to question me because of my vegan diet. Yes. And uh, and he's going to look happened. at me sideways. It happened. Yeah. It absolutely happened. This is uh, what about like three weeks ago? Yeah, so, yeah. We had a like little uh, reunion. Yeah, yeah. I got together with a few people and and he was there and and they're going around the table and everyone's ordering beers and that and and I was driving a long distance and I just said, "Yeah, I'll have a diet coke." And he stopped and looked at me and went, "Diet coke." <laughs> it just, like it was, it was just pure disgust. <laughs> and then and then I did feel like it a bit of an outlier. Everybody ordered wings. And this place isn't one that you could just go, you know, have some plant-based wings, put them, you know, toss them in the sauce, whatever. It's an uh, Irish so, pub. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, yeah. Cauliflower ah, bites, please. Right? Yeah. So I just said, I'll just get a salad. I'm, I'm not that hungry. I'll just get a salad. And he looked at me. He's like, a salad? He's like, first a Diet Coke, then a salad. What happened to you? And that was, that's kind of how he left it. What happened to you? Like, Did you fall on your head? Yeah. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> is there a medical condition you haven't told us about? Like, he, it wasn't I, I wasn't as much concern as it was discussed. So <laughs> That's I just I knew it was gonna happen and it totally did. <laughs> All right. Happy International Beer Day, everybody. It's also National Oysters Day. Mm. Have you had oysters since the time you and I had oysters? Actually, just this past weekend, I was at uh, Bronte Boathouse. They had oysters. Oh, in there. Oakville there. Yeah, it's beautiful there. Yeah. Beautiful. We went for oysters once. That was the first time you'd had them, was it? That uh, that was. I think it was one of the top choice awards. Yes. Where they were dishing out oysters. That was one of the very first times that I ever had oysters. Weird thing the first time you tried. Somebody says, yeah, put some Tabasco yeah, sauce on and this, shoot that suck shell. Suck this back. Yeah. <laughs> like, just suck it right like, out of the no, shell. I don't know. I have a friend who described the first time he had oysters as 
and this is going to be awful. I, gr- graphic. This is a graphic description, everybody. So just, just in case you're queasy, just, just know that this is going to be awful and everyone's going to hate what I'm about to say. So he said, it felt like the moment when you hawk a loogie, the space between oh. when you hawk and spit. Oh, he's like that, that, that little spot. He's like, that's what an oyster tastes like to me. And I was like, oh, that's disgusting. I'm never eating food ever again. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> hey, uh, we're at a good time right now, I guess, as good as it's going to get, I think. Gas went down six cents a liter for Thursday. Mm-hmm. It went down another six cents a liter for today. It's going to go down eight more cents tomorrow in and around just over 20 cents a liter decrease in three days. Let's just go drive in circles. I'm just going to go drive in circles this weekend. I'm seriously considering just driving from here to like Florida or something just because I can afford it again. (laughs) No, not like that. But I mean, we should tomorrow be paying $1.59.9, which is the lowest price it's been since February of this year. Mm -hmm. My question is, why? What happened? Because I looked and it doesn't seem like oil went down that much. And they say, oh, well, demand is down because people were driving less. Well, does that mean that if they put the price down, it's going to get us all driving again and they can drive the price back up? I really don't understand what's going on here. And I'm trying to figure out if the gas stations can be profitable at $1.59.9, which is what it'll be tomorrow. Why were they charging $1.80 a liter three days ago? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's a great question that we'll never get the answer to. Do you understand how gas prices work now, Dave? Because I'm completely fucking lost. This can't possibly be based on the price of a barrel of oil anymore. It seems to be not even a factor anymore. Yeah, I, I don't think so because we used to be able to point to it and say, "Oh, there it is." That that explains the the inflation of the price. But no, it doesn't work that way anymore. And I look back at the uh, gas prices in Ontario and average prices. So if you go back to uh, 2012, ten years ago, it was on average a dollar thirteen a liter, which is still that's quite a bit. Because if you go back an additional ten years, the average price in Ontario was fifty two cents a liter. Yeah. So in 2002. We were paying fifty-two cents a liter for this stuff. How the hell did we get, get to it. this point? I don't get it either. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy to me. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take that twenty cent savings over three days. I'm gonna fill up both my cars tomorrow. But here's the horseshit of it. You would if you heard yourself five years ago, you'd fucking kick yourself. Oh yeah. What do you mean you'll take it? You'll do it. You'll love it. Like fuck that. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, a dollar fifty-eight a liter, and you're like, "What a steal!" Yeah, like this is all take it, man. Let's do this. Like, no, you're better than that. You know, it's it's crazy. Can we get first wave gas prices back? By the way, oh, wasn't that great? Like sixty-one cents a liter. Like we had nowhere to go, but we could we could fill up a tank for thirty-three dollars and and then have it sit in your tank for. That was the only. That was a bonus to being so filled with fear, wasn't it? Like just just lower the price of everything. That's (laughs) the one thing. Being afraid. Yeah, yeah. Like didn't spend money on going out with friends or doing anything because everyone was just afraid all the time. It's great. You know what we should do, Dave? If we get the eighth wave in the fall, like they're saying. Drain your pool and fill it with gasoline when the prices go back down again, and you can start your own gas station. Yeah. Either that or just replace the water and just have a gas pool just simply because it's cheaper to fill it than filling it with water. Exactly. It needs to go down.
We By the it. way, filling up your pool with water is crazy expensive. It is obnoxious. I do not recommend anybody ever try and do it. Just wait for the rain to fill it like normal people. <laughs> <laughs> rain to fill it. Scott's like, oh, I'll be opening my pool Shit. in 2027. You should make some plans to come by. <laughs> it's a great way to uh, make sure people don't just drop by. Well, we're just waiting for rain and then people can go for a swim again. It's, it's, it's really, really good. Uh, I heard a scary statistic this morning, guys, and, and I'm wondering, again, how did it get like this? There's a lot of pressure on the government to do something about the, the emergency rooms, and we can't have emergency rooms closing, not at the rate they are. It's crazy. We know we've got a lot of healthcare workers that are completely burnt out and overworked, and I feel horrible for them. I, I just don't know how much longer they can hold out. We also have a lot of staff that are in isolation because the isolation rules are what they are and so on and so forth. So there's a big push to try and get some of the internationally trained nurses and doctors certified here in Ontario. So yesterday, the health minister said to the College of Nurses of Ontario and the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario, you fuckers have got two weeks, two weeks to put a plan in place to get this fast-tracked so that we can get some of these people certified and into the system. We need help now. I had no idea. They estimate the number of trained nurses and doctors here in Ontario. Again, they're trained, but just can't practice because of administrative shit. They haven't been certified by the Ontario boards. Is 26,000. Oh my There's 26,000 wow. estimated nurses and doctors running around that could be solving the problem that just can't get licensed in Ontario. How the hell does that make any sense? Wow. I didn't know the number was that high. I was shocked when I read that. I thought that has to be wrong. And if they said 26, I'd think, oh, okay, well, we could use 26 more people. And that's a mix between like uh, people coming from other countries that just have to be certified here, right? Or, or go. How does that work? Is it a test? Like, I don't know. I think they have training? to re- I think they have to retake the courses. So that really? I think. Yeah. Well, well I don't think now they're going to have to do that. Now it's going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know how to use a needle? Great. Like go. Fast track stuff. Like, let's fast track stuff. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's better, in, especially in some of the hospitals i understand like you don't want to like you know roll the dice with someone that may or may not know what they're doing but if to an extent you know that person that individual has x amount of experience like seven years here and there but they just aren't certified here yeah let's get them practicing how can we do that well i mean there's a lot of unqualified canadians doing it too like there's people coming in who want to do the test and and would be just fine and and would ace it and then be ready to be a great surgeon for example or a, a family doctor or whatever well um yeah, I don't know. That That's not foolproof because like, you're like king bullshitter. You could probably bullshit your way through the exam and, and end up as a doctor, for God's sake. I People like, like you Leo would DiCaprio use DiCaprio and catch me yeah, if you can. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Just walk around with a stethoscope. Do you concur? Believe it. Yeah, I concur. <laughs> I will walk into a, a dollar store with a stethoscope on and, and immediately if somebody were to fall over, they'd be like, doctor, help. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a doctor now. And that's it. <laughs> that's my qualification. Yeah, I help somebody up who slipped. One more thing I want to do, and this came up on our radio show again today. We've tried a few times in After 9 to play Know the Show. And this morning, we did a Know the Show on me. So Dave, we're going to give you an opportunity to play Know the Show all you have to do is guess how I answered the following questions that Kat right. asked so casually on the air this morning. You know what? I had some great ones the other week, too, when we weren't able to do a podcast with Dave. So I wish I could find those ones. Maybe I'll try to reach back and get those because they're great. Um, would Scott rather 
leave a trail of mucus everywhere he goes or sneeze glitter every time he sneezes. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a weird one, that. right? That's, I know. A, that's a super weird one. Um, oh, wow. Uh, I think... I think Scott would be immensely inconvenienced if somebody gave him a card filled with, with glitter. So I would say uh, the mucus trail because it's behind him. I see, and I go back and forth on this, and I know it's a, a strange one. Back but and forth, like it's something you've thought of. No, I did. Ever since Cat asked the question, I thought, "Wow, that's fucked up." But okay, let me think about this. Uh, leave a trail of mucus. Where would the mucus come from? Like, would it fall out of my nose, or would I just cough it up and leave a trail? Or and out of the you anus? Know, you, like, get to, you get to pick the crevice. How's that? There's no mucus falling out of my ass, Dave. I mean, shit. Well, like a snail. Like a snail. Where does that fucking come from? Okay. All right. Fair. I would go probably. Yeah, my suggestion was so out there for this premise. Yeah. <laughs> I said I would do the glitter, because it would be like the unicorn effect. It'd be like, and then... Boom, we got ourselves a fucking cabaret show. I think it's fucking hilarious. Like, I think the, if you all of a sudden sneezed out of nowhere and this fucking glitter went... <laughs> <laughs> and it would have to make that noise. <laughs> I'd hate to be around them. Everybody would hate to be around You know what though. I picture when I picture that too? And I was picturing it this morning and I couldn't say it. As I could picture after the glitter is like <laughs> flying to the air, Scott would get so pissed. Like, fucking shit! <laughs> get this glitter out of here. He'd just be covered in glitter all the time. I hate my you sinuses. <laughs> You know what it reminds me of is that Skittles commercial. Remember where the guy, everything he touched turned to Skittles? Yes. And he gets so upset because he hits the table and it turns to Skittles and he's like, God damn it. He's so upset. <laughs> I hate glitter though. I got a glitter ban in my house. No glitter, yeah. right? No glitter. No. Even with two little girls that do art projects like every day? Do that shit somewhere else, kid. Not really? in my house. Not in my house. But you don't want a little reflective effect on the art that gets done? <laughs> on everything. On their faces, on my body, on my clothes, on my floor no no cat's eh? never been to a strip club i see yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no there's no there's no glitter or calgon body spray strip club though keep it at the strip club it's fine then i don't care there's not in my house um i'm gonna switch up some of these questions because i like these other ones would scott rather have 10 years with his partner oh here we go look at me putting you on the spot uh-huh. or a one night stand with your celebrity crush Ooh. i mean i know what you're gonna pick but <laughs> Which celebrity crush? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone you want. Really? One no, night? He's, uh, he's, taking, he's taking the relationship. Oh, yes. That's a no-brainer. I didn't even have to think about it. Relationship? <laughs> great. I didn't even ask a question, but I did ask a question. But no, I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> it's fine. No, no, no. That's stupid. I very, think- very happy. It's just maybe every now and again we'll just play tonight you're Camila Cabello or something like that. <laughs> Uh, would Scott rather be in jail for five years or a coma for 10? In oh, a shitty prison, for- a shitty prison. I got to make oh, it clear, okay. like a coma. bad prison. Coma. <laughs> yeah, I'm not built for jail. I, I, uh, I'll, I'll take the coma. I could use a break anyway. I mean, I work fucking hard, you know, just give me like 10 year nap and then I'm good. I wonder if you'd feel good if you woke up from a 10 year coma. Would you feel like oh, hmm. nice and rested now? Yeah. Would like a good nap or would you feel like 10 years have gone by? I feel like you would be you would feel that way for a minute before you realize like holy shit what's happening around me? Where's what my is, phone? Where's my <laughs> No, think you wouldn't what, even know. You wouldn't even well, have it. Like, you barely have know what a phone is. Like your cell phone. Th- think of how much life has changed just in the last 2 years, yes. right? 10 years go by and you'd be like, "Wait. The guy from the apprentice?" <laughs> really? 
<laughs> that, true. Are you serious? He did true. what? Yeah. Yeah. The guy that was wait. The guy that was on the Wheaties box <laughs> did what? What? what and it would just it'd be so much that you'd be like, no, hang on. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Go not, back to that. Not Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. What? I love that guy. R. Yeah, Kelly? R. Kelly yeah. did what? R. Kelly? What the fuck? Yeah, you, pop, you pop in your, your CD player. You're like, oh, the remix to Ignition is on. I love this song. And I was like, no, 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 no. Turn it off. No. <laughs> Let's watch oh. Pineapple Express because nothing, for sure nothing happened to James Franco, right? <laughs> oh, he's always been just such a charming guy. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, man. I dig prison every time. You would, eh? Yeah, every what? time. No way. Yeah, I no, would. you wouldn't. Yeah, women's well, you, prisons would, are like a little retreat. It's fine. Do you think it's like Orange is the New Black? Yes, like, I do. <laughs> I picture that. And you know what? I could run some shit if I needed to. I feel like I could stand up for myself. I'd probably help with some sh- side shit. I could, get, I could get through that no problem five years. I feel like you would go in and instantly take over. You'd be like some sort of a prison kingpin. Like people would be coming to you to ask you if it's okay if they take a piss and stuff like that. <laughs> like you'd be running the show. <laughs> I've never thought of violence against Kat, but I'm picturing now she goes in and... Thank you, Dave, first of all, for I've not thinking thought, about that. I've never thought about anybody being violent towards you ever. Uh, but I can imagine you being in the prison, barking an order, and then one woman just comes up and just wallops shanks you in the me? face. Or shakes yeah, me. Or just, just punches you as hard as possible in the face. And then the question becomes, does Kat go, oh, I'm fighting back? Or is it, yeah, you know what? This isn't for me. I'll take the coma. <laughs> Is it too late to go back? <laughs> Can I go back to the coma? <laughs> I th- I think Cat would be, because there's a certain, um, I don't even know what the word is for it, but Cat has a certain presence where seems super sweet, but you still don't want to fuck with her. I figure Cat would leave with like a real passive aggressive thing like, oh, punch me in the face, eh? Hmm. See you around. And just walk away and leave that person wondering, oh shit, what did I just do? I wouldn't fall asleep tonight, bitch. <laughs> And then just walk away. Oh, see? Yeah, even though I have no plans, but I make it think that I have plans. Right. Like, oh, she knows someone. No, I don't know anyone. No. You got to fake it. Hmm. Fake it till you make it even in prison. Doesn't it kind of make you want (laughs) to... Does, doesn't it kind of make you want to falsely accuse her of a crime just to see how she does? Yeah, I'm just kind of curious now. What do we get? Tax evasion? Well, let's find something. Yeah. Where can I get a bag of drugs and five minutes alone with Kat's purse? That's what I need. <laughs> One more question. Uh, okay. Would you rather, would Scott rather uh, ha- lose five inches off of his height, <laughs> to be clear, or okay. go back five years and be five years younger? Which would he prefer? Yeah. Lose uh, five inches of height or be five years younger? I think you'd like to be five years younger. Wouldn't you? Um... Did we? Seems or five years older. Five lose years five older. Years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was five. Say, right? Sorry, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I'll be honest yeah. with you guys. I don't have any of these written down. I'm just trying to remember uh, what I had. Okay. So, oh, interesting. No. Um. Hmm. I think maybe he takes the height. Really? You don't yeah. think I, so five more years would put me at fifty? Oh, what the big five zero? Oh. So yeah. All of a sudden you wake up and you're 50 or you wake up and you're five inches shorter. What is it? Yeah, I think I'm going to take the age. I don't want to lose really? those five inches. Really? Although proportionately, it would work out better for me. I don't think I want to lose those uh, those five inches. I think that I'm rocking 40s. I could do well as at 50. 50 is I, the I, new I, 40. You I, know? I'd be able to handle it. But I actually believe that, though. 50 is the new 40. I think... Uh, <laughs> 
40 is the new 20. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I would excel in that area. I don't think I need to worry about the five inches. However, that wouldn't necessarily be the same answer for everybody. Kat, if you lost five inches... I'd be very short. Really short. But would it really make that much of a difference? You know what I mean? Would people just be like, oh, she's really, really short? Mm. Don't you wish, though, that you could like... um, reach things and and get the view that other people have like the normal yeah what's the view like up there it's totally different the is air different? is the air is fresher oh, wow. as soon as you get above 58 boy oh boy life changes life changes now you'll never know i'll never know but it's totally different up here dave what would you do i'd probably ooh, probably take the age i guess yeah cuz i'm not the tallest guy so if i dropped 5 inches i would be down to like Five, two and a yeah, half. But you guys, this is insane to me. You lose five years of your life. You're losing five years of your life. You Wait, don't give a shit about that? Who's prime minister in five years? Yeah, good question. Good question. <laughs> That'll make a big difference. You if it's more should, of this shit, then I'll take the, uh, the to, five inches. You need to cherish every moment of your lives. This is the conclusion I've come to. What made you come to you that conclusion? You guys have great partners who I'm assuming probably, likely, maybe wouldn't leave you if you were five inches shorter. Am I wrong? If you woke up five uh, inches shorter, mm. would your partner think differently of you? You're the same person. You're just five inches shorter. Would everything else be the same everything, proportionately? Yes. Okay. So I could be... Your foot size, your, 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 your shoe size wouldn't change. Nothing like that. Penis but would still be the same length? Penis, same length. But it would look bigger? Well, I guess it would be a smaller know. canvas. Yeah, smaller canvas. <laughs> working with this. this could be a benefit. Yes. And you get five years of your life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I still want those five inches. I, I think that those five inches make me who I really? am. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, so yeah. sad. I, I, I think my height is shit. a bit of an my height's a bit of an insecurity for me. Is it really? Yeah, a little bit. I do. Uh, I do wish, uh, in the words of the the great wordsmith Skilo, I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> I do. I would, do you wish you were a baller? I do. I, I would. I would. I would like to be taller. Yeah. There's something that comes along with the height. I don't know what it is. I really don't know. Skilo is a wordsmith. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> one of the generational scholars. <laughs> I we, love these questions because they're so um, outrageous. Like, well, circumstantial, right? Like, I think we had um, we had a guest on on our show years and years and years ago who wrote a book called The Impossible Question. And I loved the premise of the first question in the book. And I don't think we've ever asked Kat this, but I would love to ask her. Would you punch your grandmother in the face as hard as you possibly could for a million dollars? Well, they're both dead. Does that count for anything? No. Imagine they're alive and driving. (laughs) Live (laughs) granny. For how much, sorry? A million. A million dollars. Can I talk to her about it first? No. Like, can I discuss it? Like, no. hey, grandma. Oh, she could discuss I'm going it. splits with you. No, absolutely not. Because no, my grandma would discuss my, it? No, my grandmother would punch me if I didn't yeah. do it. So I, I, you can't discuss it ahead of time because now you're setting it up. So you can't. You have to just out of nowhere, cold cock grandma right in the mouth as hard as you can for a million dollars. Oh, no. Would you do, would you do it? Oh, and then no. explain it afterwards when, when her teeth are on the floor. That's the thing is I could explain it after the fact, right? And then be like, don't worry, you're going to be well taken care of. Yeah, I won't make it that impossible. You could never explain why you did it. I couldn't even <laughs> you imagine. Could tell her after. Could you imagine the wind up in that moment to hitting your grandmother? Uh, like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's it's terrible. Like that spot, it's like that spot where the oyster comes in. Uncomfortable. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. I don't like it. 
You didn't answer the question. No, would you do I it? don't think I would. Really? No, I don't think I could bring myself to do it. For no. a million Even knowing dollars. a million is coming and even knowing... If I could talk to her before it happened, that's a maybe. But if I'm not no. allowed to say a word, I just walk up and clock her in the face? Like, no. Okay. No. Even if you could warn her in advance, hey, by the way, you don't tell her why. Just so you know, at some point today, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> this is like the prison lunch. scenario again. Yeah. It's for the greater Sometime good. before lunch, you're going to get yeah. a, a knuckle sandwich. You know what? Even that. Like, even like a heads up. Like, uh, I'm, okay, my granddaughter's going to punch me in the face. Good to know. And I'm sh- and I trust that it's for the greater good. Yes. Do you think you could throw a good punch? Like, if, if I said, you know what? Punch me as hard as you can. Oh. Do you think you could knock me out? If First of all, I wouldn't just do it for nothing. Like, it would be a... If Fine, I, I'll give you $100. Could you yeah. punch me in the... <laughs> Get into weird territory I could punch here. someone really hard, but it, they would have to deserve it. I couldn't just do it for like fun and games or anything like that. But right. I think I could do okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I say that, but I'm sure it'd break some knuckles. Right? In the process? Isn't that usually how it goes? You worry me. I've never punched, I don't want to piss you off. I've never punched anyone, though, in the face. But I kind of feel like if clear. you did, it would probably be like a really aggressive, like well, a lot harder than I figure it would I be. I would probably use this area of my hand and I wouldn't punch knuckle there. Open I would, hand? I would do you? open hand oh, right there because oh, that's hard, that's right? Like, uh, that's what I would do. Cat, uh, Cat is talking about palming me palming. in the side of the mouth. <laughs> not oh, palming wow. you. I'm just saying if someone pissed me off, or not even pissed me off, if someone did something like just terrible. Terrible Would it human be a being. Forward palm strike, like a like a like yeah. a jab, or are you coming around the side? What are you are you hooking oh, them? Probably what are you doing a forward. Here? I try to get up there. See, right. the motion she just described was kind of like the the end scene in Roadhouse. It's like open hand right to the <laughs> nose. Yeah, and I, I need oh. a couple of steps so I could walk into it. You can't walk. I can steps. walk into one. What is, what is this? This is like a, give a little bit of space so I just excuse me, stand back, please. <laughs> Cat standing on Richmond Street, Toronto, clearing the zone. Back up, everyone. I'm going to throw a punch. <laughs> Back up. Here it comes. It's coming. We I got just it. Think, I think I, I, I was going to say one last thing on this. I think my grandmother would be really upset if I didn't do it. You think so? I really do. You think yeah, so? Yeah, I think after the fact, I think she would be really mad if I didn't do it. Oh, you should have punched me, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, for a million dollars. Yeah. I don't like doing stuff like that to people I care about. Dave and I were at Medieval Times once and we had to do a Rochambeau and he was really good at selling it. That's where you kick him in the nuts. Oh. And I knew that Dave could do it successfully. So at first he kicked me in the nuts and it was all planned. Like, oh, I'm going to fall down. Like, oh my God, you kicked me in the nuts. When it was my turn to kick him, even though I knew I was kicking him on the inside of the thigh, not in his actual nuts, I was scared shitless yeah. about hurting him. And I didn't want to be in that situation. I, I don't think I could do it. You're I, a lover, be, not a fighter. I think I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, nobody wants to be in that scenario. Yeah. That didn't hurt, did it, Dave? We never talked about no. that afterwards. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, it was, uh, they, they they teach you how to do it. And I guess it's some of the time I spent, you know, in the pro wrestling world, I kind of learned how to hit without hitting somebody. And that kick is exactly, you, just the way you describe it, it's perfect. You put your foot up, makes it look like it's going right through the uprights, but you turn your foot just a little bit. So when the contact is made, you're actually hitting them in the thigh and it stops there and it doesn't go all the way up into the, into the yam bag. So that's, that's where it stops, <laughs> okay. is right in the thigh. All right. <laughs> go ahead and try it at home this weekend, everybody. Just who's somebody in the nuts, but uh, just uh, tilt your foot a little bit. It's, Report it's back easy. to us with the results of your Rochambeau. <laughs> Would you punch Dave in the face for a million dollars? Absolutely. Not, not give, so it's just the grandma. It's the grandma effect, right? Okay, I would do it, 
but afterwards I would feel like shit and probably end up giving him most of the money. Like, I'm sorry I fucked your nose yeah. up here. So here's but would 500 you, grand. Should we all just be clear here? We're all okay with it as long as we go splits. Like, if you need to punch me for a million dollars, please do it. I would and never we'll punch splitsy? you. I would never no punch way. you. No way. Someone no. gives you a million dollars, you're going to punch me in the no, face. I draw the line at mom, you, girlfriend. No, come and on. And probably the dog. You could a million dollars though, Scott. Yeah, I know, and I <laughs> and probably the dog. <laughs> and probably the dog. Oh, I love the dog, oh, but a million I would dollars. Never punch my dog. I, that's true. Isn't it I funny? Would, oh, I wouldn't punch my dog. That's so funny. I think I would punch. And I hate to say this because I love my <laughs> grandmother more than anyone your, in the world. You would punch your dog. <laughs> no, I'm saying I think I would punch my grandma before I'd punch my dog. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, I thought you were gonna say, well, just one of the little bastards. Maybe not the other one. Yeah, I pu- punch him across the yard. Punch yeah. the bad dog. <laughs> No, I can never. My dog's an old man, too. Like, that's so mean. Uh-huh. That guy's so frail now. Okay. I've been trying to end this for a I while. Know, we, we are I so know. fucking over time. Right. <laughs> we gotta go. Guys, have an amazing weekend. We will be back on Monday with another episode of After Nine. Oh, do we have any apologies? Oh, Sorry to sh- oh, We yeah. need to go longer. Oh. Dave, do we need to apologize to anybody today? We do. I'll go quickly here. Cannabis stores, because they're not allowed to advertise. We're sorry. Also, people who like sponsoring kids' soccer teams. We're sorry <laughs> to you. Uh, apologies to my wife, who will be getting a bag of cotton swabs and Q-tips for our anniversary. Uh, we should also apologize to sad people who use it to get what they need. Uh, we should apologize to people who live in sin, beer drinkers, non-beer drinkers, beer fetchers. Uh, I'd like to apologize personally to Scott's dad for having a salad when we had lunch. Uh, I would apologize to people who filled their gas tanks before the price went down, qualified doctors who can't work in Ontario, anybody 50 years or older, we owe you an apology, and we apologize to grandmothers who have been punched in the face for money. And finally, we apologize to Mike Tyson, not for any reason in particular, but just because it's a good idea. Have a great weekend, everybody. It was announced that the long-running soap opera Days of Our Lives will move next month from NBC to the streaming platform Peacock, so if you're a big fan of Days of Our Lives, you're never going to find Peacock. (laughs) Red Lobster just announced a new sweepstakes that will award one person free Red Lobster for a year. I'll be honest, this seems like more of a dare than a sweepstakes. (laughs) The CDC this week is reportedly expected to ease its coronavirus guidance recommendations, though... I don't know how it could be any more eased. Nobody's wearing masks. The restaurants are full. Do they want us to kiss the The After 9 podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.